0: Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. This is Voss here from the chrisvosshow.com Chris I hope you're for the brain, 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 brain bleed. Uh, because uh, I'm clearly been bleeding here for a while. I'm probably in full uh, some sort of atosis, whatever. I have no idea what science means. Anyway, guys, we have an amazing author on the show. Lexi Blake is on the show. She's a prolific romance writer and writes for uh, amazing books. Uh, and we'll get into her library and everything else that's going on there. As always, we guilt you at the beginning of the show with a little bit of shaming to refer the show to your family friends and relatives. Uh go to goodreads.com. There's amazing stuff over there. Brilliant authors post their stuff on goodreads.com. You can interact with them over there. They're not paying for this advertisement, but I'm just a little bored with doing the plugs, so I figured I'd extend one a little bit. Go to youtube.com where they have crazy videos and then smart videos like ours that you'll learn stuff and then go to linkedin.com forward slash Chris Foss, subscribe to the newsletter over there. And that's where all the smart people really are when it comes down to it. And on the Chris Foss Show podcast as well, I should admit our audience is pretty brilliant. Uh, so we'll get into uh, Lexi Blake and her amazing books, but first we want to do a little monologue uh, comedy here to cover. Uh, according, this is from the AP news, the associated press. If you can't uh, spell AP, um, and uh, the news topic today is a cocaine cat escaped its owner and will now live at the Cincinnati Zoo. Well, what's going on in this world, folks? we got cocaine cats. We've got the cocaine bear, which is running through uh, movie theaters right now. Is there like a problem that we need to address in America where, you know, we, there's so many of us that uh, evidently have a drug problem that it's now moved on to our pets? Like what's going on there? And, and where where are these animals getting money for cocaine? Like, is this why they're rummaging through my garbage and stuff like that? Like, I mean, who's, who's crossing this over where uh, these, it's actually an African serval cat. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but he had cocaine in his system. They actually, uh, this is the first time that the city uh, animal PCA or whatever has uh, found uh, animals with cocaine. They found a monkey that had uh, meth in his system. I don't know what's going on but uh clearly I, I'm surprised this isn't happening in Florida and I, I think that's my biggest <laughs> issue like how is this happening in Cincinnati this sounds like something you should have in Florida uh somebody should check those gators for cocaine cuz they got a big nose and they could probably eat, do a lot anyway don't do cocaine people that's the uh PSA <laughs> of the show uh anyway onward and forward uh Lexi Blake is once again on the show uh her newest book Bayou Beloved Butterfly Bio series is uh, coming out on March 28th, 2023 as a beautiful, I believe that's a uh, Labrador on the f- cover. We'll have to find out if it's in if it's into cocaine, I guess. Um, we got her on the show. We're going to be talking about <laughs> her amazing books and uh, some of the things that she writes. She writes a lot of stuff in the romance genre. So those of you who have the ladies out there will probably enjoy uh, our conversation with her. She is a New York Times bestselling author. She lives in North Texas with her husband and three kids. Since starting her publishing journey in 2010, she sold over 3 million copies of her books. She began writing at a young age, concentrating on plays and journalism. It wasn't until she started writing romance that she found success, and she likes to find humor in the strangest places and believes in happy endings well evidently uh, the cocaine cap probably had a few too uh welcome to the show lexi how are you
1: thank you and i am i'm am utterly fascinated by all the cocaine animals
0: yeah what's going on there
1: yeah i don't know but i think it's we as a society must face this
0: mm-hmm. I, think I, I can't it, I think wait for a, a cocaine
1: alligator it. maybe a cocaine shark
0: Cocaine sharks. I mean, there yeah. was that one crazy, what was that shark series movie? Sharknado. Oh,
1: oh yeah, Sharknado. That, yeah. It was amazing. Like, see, they didn't understand science either.
0: Yeah. Like, it, well, I mean, science be damned. I realize that Hollywood is sometimes accused of being out of ideas, you know, and they, they did the cocaine bear. But now I guess you got the cocaine cat. Servo yep. cat. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to and start drug checking my pets.
1: <laughs> no, no, um, no cocaine is going to be found in any of the animals in By You Beloved. They are
0: there you go. Safe. There you go. Just a beautiful Labrador in the cover. So uh give us your dot coms, uh, Lexi, wherever you want people to find you on the interwebs.
1: Um, I'm on pretty much all the social medias. Um as author Lexi Blake. Uh, Anybody, my uh, website is uh, lexiblake.net.
0: There you go. And how many books have you written there? You have a lot of books.
1: I am, I think I'm at 105 right now. Really?
0: Wow. It took me 55, 54 years to put up my first book. And at this pace, it'll be another 54. It'll be be 108 for the second book. It took me a long time. You're killing it.
1: Um, but then it's like, it's like I took all that energy that I wasted in my twenties and thirties yeah. and just like shoved it all in.
0: There you go. There you go. Well, so did the cocaine cat and the <laughs> cocaine bear. <laughs> That's right.
1: So maybe there's cocaine involved.
0: Was, no, eh, there's maybe, not. maybe you drink a lot of coffee. That's <laughs> usually my drug of choice. Um, so Lexi, uh, what motivated you want to write this recent book? Um, th- <laughs> you did 110. You're just like, fuck it. No. <laughs>
1: Um I did have a contract. And I was supposed to write it, but um what what I find is I usually um come up with an idea. This is the six in a series. So I have this group of characters that I've already written and that who p- play in the background in the other books. So usually one of them comes up and says, Hey, it's my turn to have a book. And in this particular one, it was um the one of the lawyer the lawyer in the book. Mm-hmm. It's a very small town. There's one lawyer, and so I thought, wouldn't it be fun to give him another lawyer to bounce off of?
0: Sure. <laughs> Do you uh, normally write about uh, lawyers, or uh, I know I this am is more a... known
1: for writing about spies.
0: Ah, spies, mm-hmm. spies. You say. Um, so what? Uh, this is part of a series, am I correct? Yes. Okay, and the it's the butterfly, it's butterfly by you.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: What what is the overview of the Bio, Butterfly Bayou series if I can.
1: Um it's basically it's what we call a uh, small town romance. Mm. So, um the the world building all takes place in this t- tiny little town that we kind of I like to world build the same way I would an urban fantasy or a fantasy book. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, obviously we're not going to have magic or anything, but we have places and the town has a feel and it becomes kind of a character mm-hmm. in this particular case, it's in Southern Louisiana. Mm-hmm. So it's got a kind of Cajun feel to it.
2: Ah.
1: Um, and then you go through characters and,
0: mm-hmm. and so in give
1: this particular us- one, everybody has a dog.
0: Everybody has a dog. Which everyone, a dog. everyone probably should. I don't. The more I get to know people, the more I like dogs. Yeah. But I like you, Lexi. You're awesome. Um, the uh, president company, uh, whatever that uh, line is, president company excluded. Um, so, uh, give us an overview, a thirty thousand view of the plot of your newest book.
1: So basically, um, Quaid is a lawyer who has been working in town. He comes from a very wealthy family. He kind of took over. His dad was the lawyer for the town before. Jaina comes from a very poor background. Mm. She got out of the town, mm. became a lawyer, was big in New Orleans, and then lost everything in a divorce and circumstances happen, And now she's living back in her mom, with her mom. And she ends up taking on some, this crazy case. Um, and he's the opposing counsel. And so mm. that's kind of where we start from.
0: There you go, and so it's a romance novel. Uh, So I, you know, I'm fixated and a legal thriller, and a legal thriller. There you go. So it's like a romance version of uh, oh, was that one with uh, Vinny and and my cousin Vinny? Yeah, my cousin Vinny. Yeah, little more like that. (laughs) Only maybe more romantic. Maybe I don't know. Lovely. so uh they end up uh and this guy is her uh high school
1: yes they knew each other in high school although he doesn't actually remember her ah. which does not like necessarily endear her him to her again she had a huge crush on him in high school now of course she walks back in and he's like well hello mm-hmm. and she's like no yeah yeah, <laughs> because her plan is she's going to get back out of town. She's going to clear up all this mess, and then she's going to leave.
0: Oh, and then they fall in love, maybe. Of course, of course. And
1: she's got a lot to deal with with her mother. Mm. Um, so she's kind of got a lot to deal with from her. She kind of has to figure out why she had struggled so much in town, and some of that is her. Ah. some of that was her and this is a lot of me processing my childhood mm-hmm. I do a lot of therapy in my books oh really
2: I well, do I, Enormous think I
0: think that's what I do on Facebook I do a lot of therapy I just let it all bleed out and everyone goes you're really messed up <laughs> that's in the podcast too we use the podcast for therapy as well <laughs> I don't know i think it's a narcissist delivery or something for me uh but uh so you know so this is a thing where she's basically going to someone she had a crush on uh and uh you know more romance than ever what what do you feel kind of separates this from some of your other uh novels
1: um i think this one is much more um that this whole series is mm-hmm. more family drama um i usually write these kind of big international thriller style romances mm-hmm. where the fate of the world is happening and when i need a convenient dramatic thing to happen i just blow something up <laughs> it's a lot harder when you can't blow anything up
0: yeah i think michael bay does human that in drama movie. i think michael bay does that in his movies a lot too yeah. just blow something up just
1: blow something up <laughs> and then you talk about the feelings that people had when something blew up
0: yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I just blow up the feelings. That's what I do. I'm into that. Yeah, uh, I do that on Facebook as well. Um, so this is an interesting tie-in because I didn't I didn't plan this when I was doing the cocaine alligator joke, mm-hmm. but there's actually a bit of a story in here about an alligator and your your characters. Uh, can you tell us if there was cocaine involved and expand on that a little bit? There more? is.
1: His name is Otis, and he is what you got to understand. I don't know if you've ever been to Quirky little Gulf coast towns Mm. in the South. Mm. There's a lot of quirkiness. My best friend grew up there. I spent some time down there. So this is like, you know, New Orleans, and then you go keep going South. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot of quirkiness around there. And so they have a town alligator named Otis and he kind of runs through all the books and I mean, he's almost like, like at times it's like, he knows, like he is a romantic. Mm-hmm. And he knows when to lay across the only road leading out of town to stop the hero who has misunderstood the heroine. Wow. So, yeah, he's kind of a, what do they call it? A deus ex machina. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. What mm-hmm. is what is that?
1: God, it, It's a, a reference to, in a play, you would, um, the God would come down and solve all the problems in old ah. Greek plays. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, I'm still waiting for that to happen in my life.
1: I also have a thieving raccoon.
0: A thieving last, raccoon?
1: Yes. His name is Brian. And uh yeah, he steals cell phones.
0: I think by the nature of raccoon, raccoonery, raccoonery is thievery.
1: I might be stereotyping the raccoon. I just yeah. Think it's I
0: mean have you checked with their community? Because you yeah. you might be offending them. I probably them. should. Probably I mean you shouldn't shame them for being thieves even though they technically are. <laughs> I, I used to have uh, a whole nest of raccoons uh, coming to my canyon home, and, and they would not come into my home. We, they weren't welcome or invited, but uh, they would steal the dog food out of the dog uh, pen that was in the backyard, and uh, they were just little thieves. They ruined everything. So um, so we, we have clarification. Were any of the raccoons or alligators involved in the story in, on cocaine? I suppose we need no, to ask that.
1: they so were we all know. cocaine-free um cocaine. all of their criminality just i mean probably <laughs> comes from a really rough background
0: yeah and probably yeah. childhood trauma or something yep. maybe maybe the bog they were in just wasn't was a ghetto bog or something i don't know it's there's a joke there somewhere um so uh there's not much we can of course get disclose what 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 uh are you using the same characters in the bio uh, or in this Butterfly bio series, or are these all different characters as people read them
1: through? No, they, um, they're um they very much a recurring cast of characters. Mm-hmm. So um, in this particular one, he the, the hero first shows up in the very first book mm. in the series where he's basically, it's a bunch of the men of the town who have a poker night once, mm-hmm. and they do a lot of talking, during their poker night and quaid happens to be one of the guys there so he's been a- hanging around for a long time
0: mm-hmm. you ever thought about writing a children's books you know on the thieving uh, raccoon that, be, that sounds like one of those dr seuss sort of books maybe that could go that way could be yeah all right well i'll send you a contract over to get some royalties off that's that right idea and maybe i can
1: it. post something up in those books
0: <laughs> that's 110 books right there
1: <laughs> that's right
0: Dr. Seuss and the thieving raccooneries, uh, you know, I mean, maybe the reason they're thieving raccoons is they're stealing for cocaine money. That could be that. Oh too. my
1: God. You might have just cracked this open.
0: I didn't even plan any of this tie into the monologue. So I don't know. How, just, just kind
1: of hey, I can work a cocaine bear <laughs> into everything. I'm going to tell you in my June book, that's already done. Yeah. I have a cocaine bear reference. I'm yeah. fascinated by cocaine bear.
0: There you go it's it's interesting how that is has caught on and I guess that's why this other story uh, hit the AP because people just like the idea of a cocaine bear going crazy and I guess that's based on a true story a little bit too So I don't know man what's going on in the world uh, so uh, anything more we should know about your uh, protagonists in here and and uh, what they're up to?
1: Well the funny thing is the actual so the actual court case that this whole thing sur- is surrounding, Um, I take a lot from my actual real life. Mm -hmm. So in this court case, um, basically the plaintiff is very angry that the defendant has taken down a tree Ah. that is technically on his, in his, um, property. He -hmm. runs a gas station and she is, has a, a house. She just has a house that's behind the gas station. So Mm -hmm. he takes down the tree and now all of the gas station lights come into his house. I mean, her house (laughs) and, and her, her ground is a little higher up. So she decides the, well, so she loses the first case because it's there. And then she decides, you know what, this is Geraldine and she is 78 years old. Mm -hmm. She decides that if he can do all of that and he can take away her tree that hides everything, she will have nude parties. Oh, And so she brings all her friends over. And so the second case is him is the defendant trying to get her to shut down her nude parties because it's scaring away his gas station customers.
0: And how old is she again?
1: Well, She is 78.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, you know, you still get some looks at 78.
1: Yes. So it's very quirky and very like, but this all came about because one day I I didn't realize how close I lived behind a gas station because of the trees. This really happened to me. I did not know have the parties. You didn't have the nudist parties parties in response. I just yelled and screamed about it. Well, there's still,
0: you know, there's still time. So I'm
1: thinking that would run away his (laughs) gas station. It really would. uh, mm.
0: I should, I should. So that's
1: me taking stuff from absolutely from real life.
0: Well, this is definitely an interesting romance novel. If, if there's somebody running nudist parties at their house, that that's the only level of romance.
1: Oh, people who <laughs> read me would not be surprised.
0: <laughs> really? So this is a this is a recurring. This is theme. an everyday thing for me. Wow. All right. Well, this is why you're popular and you <laughs> put out a lot of books. Yeah. Evidently, you have a huge nudist calling, uh, nudist uh, colony fall following.
1: <laughs> following. Hopefully. <laughs>
0: Uh, awesome. that's okay i like this we're expanding the audience in, in the chris voss show uh we're gonna have a nudist calling people are and gonna hopefully learn-
1: some cocaine bears will pick
2: <laughs> this
0: up <laughs> yeah we well i think we i think we already have an addiction uh service there um we've had, we had a few people on that run addiction recovery services I'm, We should put an ad for this at the end of the thing if you're a bear if you're a bear or cat and you think uh you, you know you're tired of the ups and downs of the cocaine partying. Uh, you know, uh you call this one eight hundred number.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: Uh, for late night. For the other late night. Other bears are me.
1: here to help you. You are not alone.
0: You're not alone. You're not alone. There's other bears in in the thing. Uh, you know. But maybe, maybe, you know, maybe the bear is just trying to get out of, of uh hibernation. He's like, Hey, I don't want to sleep, man, so I'm gonna take some cocaine all winter and get through this, and then I'll just party while everyone's right. asleep, you know sounds like what I do in Vegas late at night. Anyway, I don't know what that means. But uh, this is a pretty interesting story. So she, she has a nudist party. and well,
1: uh, she just feels, because one of the things they say is, you know, nobody's stopping you from, uh, her thing is, I want him to put up a new tree. Oh. And, and he's like, nobody's doing that. Nobody's stopping you from being in your backyard. Nobody. And so she's like, okay, fine. And, oh. you know, nobody's she, stopping her.
0: I would sue her for having to be the person who walks by and sees the nudist party.
1: <laughs> Technically, in Louisiana, I believe you are allowed to be whatever you want in your backyard as long as you have a fence.
0: Yeah. See, that's why I haven't traveled through the south. I saw the movie Deliverance and I've been uh-huh. scarred ever since. So I avoid any any place that has a slang that says you've got stupider mouth, boy. Um, yeah. I stay away from any of that. Um so I avoid that in Florida, pretty much specifically. <laughs> I don't. It's a lovely place with wonderful people. We've lost all five listeners in Florida, evidently, that aren't on meth. Um, Anyway, that, that aren't on the bath salts, anyway. I, I don't know why this turned into a drug show with a drug recruiting. I don't know,
1: because the funny thing is one of the characters in this, his brother, the hero's brother, actually has an addiction problem that he is solving, I'm that calling. he is working through, and that's part of like the family drama, is that he and his brother like repair the relationship, and here I am. Yeah,
0: I think we all need to go on rehab at this point. Yeah, I'm going to probably. be selling the show to totally.
1: something. We're all addicted to something,
0: <laughs> and and a lot of people are addicted to your books and reasonably so. Uh, now, one thing I noticed when I went to your website, I was trying to figure out which book is the newest book that's being released. You have a lot of books coming out. Do you want to plug I those away?
1: Do so. I had a book uh, called um, I had a uh, well. This book is by your beloved. I have to do this. My publicist would tell me to do that. And then I have um, a book called um, *Unexpected Bliss* coming in May. That is set in my quirky Colorado town called Bliss, Colorado. Mm. And I have a book called *Tempted* um, mm. coming out. That's just, that's with my spies. And um, and then the other two books I have coming out this year are one is *Start Us Up*, which is uh, kind of a women's fiction. Mm. And then I start a new series called uh, um, the series is Master's of Mercenaries," and the book is called "Love the Way You Spy."
0: Ah love the way you spy mm-hmm. uh there's uh some other new releases the uh the Dom who came in from the Cold.
1: Yes, that was my February release that finished off Master's <laughs> Mercenaries Reloaded.
0: yeah, we're joking before the show that a lot of these spies run around with their shirts open. yes. So, um, The Rebel Guardian, I guess? The that, yes, series. that
1: was last year.
0: Ah, Far From Bliss. Yes, yeah, yeah,
1: and that's an urban fantasy series, so it's a little different from the other stuff I do.
0: mm mm-hmm. so, And you've, you've got a lot of book series going. Like, we have authors on that, you know, they've only done, like, 60 books, and they'll have, like, two or three lanes of book series that they're doing. You've got a lot going on.
1: I let my brain kind of go where it wants to go. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the uh, urban fantasy is actually the one, the reason I started writing again, Mm -hmm. I had written when I was younger, I I wrote like one book every 10 years Mm -hmm. in my twenties, thirties. Well, no one book, every, I wrote three books between my twenties and my Mm thirties.
2: Um,
1: then I ended up having my third child, which was supposed to be, it was, I nearly died on the table. And I swear something happened when I got back. I wrote nine books that year Wow! with with an infant child. And those books were the thieves books, which were Mm -hmm. my urban fantasy series. Huh? So that kind of, that series got me back into writing. My husband was like, you have to either do something with this or like, this can't just be like, you need to do something with this. So that's when I started publishing. He actually, what, the way he motivated me, because he is a lovely, amazing man, but he said, this is starting to feel like me playing EverQuest, and I was like, oh, no, sir, this is not EverQuest. <laughs> and so, I, yeah, I found a publisher. Well,
0: it's great. You've developed quite the fan base and uh, quite the audience, and I'm sure they eat up all your stuff as soon as it comes out.
1: I, they seem to enjoy it. I, I like the yeah. spoiler. We do a little spoiler zone because mm-hmm. i love a good twist and sure. i always like to i always like for them to get to the twist
0: ah so it's is a it twist usually at the ending it's like one of those uh, m night Shyamalan movies
1: not necessarily sometimes mm-hmm. it's about right in the middle where you find out that ah. the person you thought they were is really a counter agent or
0: yeah this happens so, on a lot of my dates the yeah. person you find out you find out differently yeah it's go.
1: like it's like tender for spies
0: like, it's like tinder for spies there yeah. you go are spies your favorite topic you like to write about
1: um i i have done it so long that it feels easiest for me mm-hmm. to write that way
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and lord knows the the world gives you enough to to work in mm-hmm. um in you to work in realistically in a book um, so I think that that's kind of my almost my happy place, but I also really enjoy taking the break mm-hmm. and getting to write some other stuff.
0: There you go. Do any of the spies have pets that have cocaine problems?
1: The, I think they should. <laughs> we don't know. Maybe that's the next twist. I'll
0: send over. I'll send over a contract for the royalties yeah. on the next book if yeah. you cut that. <laughs> well, this has been really insightful, Lexi. Anything more you want to tease out about the newest books or whatever else you have coming up here in the future?
1: Um, I'm really excited about the um, the August book. I I finished and um, I'm going to finish it tomorrow. Mm. This is um, it. I mean you you know um, this is with a small press, so they can get a book out faster than mm. the years that it takes. I wrote Why You Beloved way back, um, but it's called Start Us Up, and I'm really excited about writing. It's first person present tense, mm. and it's got a lot to do with the tech world and. Kind of what it means to be a woman in in that kind of world. And I'm excited oh, wow. about that.
0: You should incorporate a little of that chat GPT that's like really popular. It now.
1: is about AI.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah there you go.
1: on an AI I mean, at the time. Yeah.
0: It's like no one will shut up about it on my Facebook page. But, but see,
1: well. now I worry that I'm making it out to be like this really nice AI. Mm. So that's the way AI would look in this particular women's fiction world whereas if it was in masters and mercenaries that ai would be taking over the world
0: yeah there you go you make it evil because everyone bets that it's going to become evil eventually oh
1: of course it will there is no question when are we going to get an ai on cocaine
0: yeah there you go ai on cocaine that's my new uh hey hey, somebody google uh (laughs) dot com. it's probably sold out um because some gang who jacked up on coke bought it. Um, but no, I mean, that, that, that would be funny, man. And it's like sniffing a lot the whole time, rubbing its nose. That's right. It's giving you whatever texture To do. So this would be pretty awesome. I'm sure your fans will love it and they'll look forward to it. Uh, Lexi, give us your .com So people can find you on the interwebs, please.
1: Um, it's, uh, Lexi Blake.net is my, um, actual website address. And then I'm on all the socials as author Lexi Blake.
0: There you go. Uh, Lexi, thank you very much for coming on. We really appreciate it. It's thank been fun. So having much. you. There you go. And thanks to my audience for tuning in. And as always, PSA, boys and girls, stay away from drugs. They're bad for you. Uh, Especially, you know, the marijuana ones. Don't do that. I wouldn't. (laughs) Uh, But the other stuff, uh, stay away from the hard stuff. Just stick to like, uh, you know, coffee and tea and and uh and and you make good positive affirmations and stuff i don't know do whatever you want people i uh, just don't hurt other people that's all we ask um she is the author of the latest book to come out march 28th 2023 Bayou beloved part of the butterfly Bayou series by lexi blake pick it up where fine books are sold and if you order it now you can beat the, uh, you can beat your book club, or you can tell them you read it first. Anyway, folks, thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. Stay off cocaine, uh, especially with your pets. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>